back to another Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. I'm your host, Mark Poulos, as always. It's good to be back. Hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. For uh, this episode, I thought I would cover a small part of my life. Um, when I got out of college, I uh, had met a guy in college. We were in the same fraternity together, and uh, we ended up uh, getting an apartment together after college and living together for, I don't know if it was even a year. It might have been a little over a year. Um, but uh, I thought this would be an interesting podcast to do because tons of funny stuff happened. And uh, I think everybody um, has that experience where they ended up moving in with somebody and and thinking it was going to be a good fit and then realizing uh, after a little while how weird this other person really was and uh, how they have made a horrible mix mistake. So uh, let's start to the, from the beginning because right from the beginning, hilarity ensues. So, uh, And just to tell you how, how weird of a pairing this is the guy I moved in with was an Asian bodybuilder so that right there should tell you that uh, this is not going to be your run-of-the-mill uh, roommate story so uh, we decided that we were going to move in together in the fall of oh god what are we talking here the fall of 2000 I think or 99 something like that so we started uh, shopping around for apartments in August which was a great idea considering it was like a hundred degrees outside and we were just tracking all over town trying to find an apartment and we were like the perfect tenant for any apartment building neither of us had ever rented from anyone and uh, both of our credits were shit, so it was a it was a pretty big, tall order getting somebody to um, you know take us in. So we had decided that we were going to have like six or seven interviews planned in one day, and then we would just kind of you know, set them up in a certain amount of time so you'd bebop around and, you know, wouldn't waste too much of your time that day. So the first appointment we had was, I think, um, it was like like 10 in the morning or something like that. Very first appointment, number one, first one in the day. And so we walk in there thinking that these interviews are going to take, uh, you know, at least like a half an hour to an hour so we had a lot of the um, the interviews planned like an hour from each other. So we go in there and uh, we're chatting with this lady and uh, she's like, oh, you know, I kind of like you guys. She goes, but, you know, before we get uh, too far into this, we're going to, I'm going to need your uh, renting histories and, 
your credit scores or something like that. And we both kind of laughed at each other and were like, well, neither of us have any renting experience. And she just like stood up out of her chair and she was like, thank you so much for coming in, guys. And we're like, that's it. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. We have a policy here that we don't rent apartments to people that have no renters experience. So that meeting took all of like 58 seconds. So that was nice. So then we had like an hour to kill until the next appointment so we decided to go have lunch uh and there was a food court near there so we went to the food court and uh i made the horrible decision to have uh taco john's for lunch and taco john's whether it's for lunch dinner breakfast or fourth meal every time horrible idea because uh, I don't know what they put in the food there. Uh, if they mix it with some X-Lax. Because uh, every time I eat it within like 92 minutes, I almost shit my pants. So I don't know what it was that day, but I'm just like, man, that Taco John's looks good, man. I'm going to get a big pile of it. Yeah, great idea. So... Um, we go to our next appointment and uh it's kind of a shittier place than the one before but i think we both kind of realized that uh, about the only place that we were going to get into uh was a place that was a little stabby so um there's a place down in burnsville and it was uh not a horrible neighborhood but it wasn't the best but we're chatting with this lady and i start to feel a situation beginning to brew down in my nether regions so I was kind of hoping that it was going to be another scenario where this lady was like, you know, we don't rent to people that don't have renter's history, so thanks for coming in, bye-bye. So I could run down the street and destroy the Super America toilet. Um, but she's chatting with us. She's asking us a lot of, like, in-depth questions about our finances and our families and uh, if we feel like we could handle the monthly payment and, like, what our... Uh, nightlife activities are for loud partiers all this stuff and i was like oh shit this lady is gonna run to us so it went on for about 40 minutes and she said well if you guys have the uh, security deposit and the first and last month's rent she's like i have no problem renting to you guys and we were both like excited but i was always and i was uh excited but then i was like wow in like eight minutes i'm gonna shit my pants so that might impede the rental process. So I just gripped my teeth and I stood there and we signed the leases and we gave her the checks and everything. And we both stood up and she was like, oh, thank you guys for coming in. And her office was kind of like one of the apartments because I think they do it that way. So she can be like, well, this is what the apartment looks like. Just look around. This is pretty much what your apartment will look like when you rent it so it had like a little kitchen and a bathroom and the two bedrooms and stuff and uh, we got done and I was like is this a functional bathroom back here and she was like oh yeah feel free if you got to and I was like oh yeah I got to so this poor lady just rented us her apartment and I am in there just demolishing her toilet I mean uh, yeah just killed it I mean, and the best part, probably not the best part, 
worst part, I get done destroying this lady's toilet, and uh, I clog it. So I come out of the bathroom, and she was like, uh, you know, so blah, 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 here's your copy of the lease, and wow, I'm really great, great, great. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And she's like, no problem. And I said, also, I'm sorry, I just clogged your toilet. And she was like, oh, I'll take care of that. And I was like, actually, uh, if you have a plunger, I'll take care of that because no one should have to go in there and deal with what I just did in there. (laughs) And uh, she just had this weird look on her face, and she goes, okay, and handed me the plunger. So then we move in. We get all her stuff in the apartment, and, uh, you know, it was really like the first time I had lived by myself. So I was, like, kind of excited about it because all I'd ever lived with were my parents and stuff, and uh, I didn't really stay at a dorm in college or anything, so this was pretty much the first time I was away from home by myself. So uh, living with this guy, Tommy, uh, I started to realize kind of how weird he really was like uh i think i was like 22 at the time and he was right around the same age and we actually both were still virgins okay if you can believe it and uh so we were both like uh like our goal was kind of like to find some chicks and get them back to our apartment and whatever and this was the guy, I don't know if you listened to a couple of weeks ago, the podcast. This was the guy that I went with uh, to all the strip clubs with because we couldn't get any regular girls. We just figured we'd spend most of our time at a strip club where at least we could give a lady $20 to rub her junk on us. But uh, as we lived together, I started to realize a lot of his other kind of weird things that he was into. Like, he uh, had a humongous uh, porn collection. Like, I had maybe, like, two tapes in a shoebox in my closet. You know, this is back when, you know, you had VHS tapes of pornos in your closet. And... uh, uh, free porn on the internet wasn't as uh, amazing as it is now. But what he would do a lot of times is he would have uh, porn swapping parties with these like couple other weirdo guys. And I sat in on one of them and it just got a little too strange for me. They would like thumb through the magazines and some of them would put a movie on and be like, oh man, look at this hot chick here or whatever. And it just started getting a little strange for my taste. Um, so one one of the craziest nights. Well, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you this first one before I tell you the the craziest night. So a couple weeks after we moved in, we ended up having a party. Like uh, you know, uh, we moved in, come to our place party or whatever, and. Uh, I got a little crazy, like, it was my first time having a party at a place that was mine, so I was just doing shots and drinking whiskey, and I just mixed, like, all this shit together. I was having, like, Colorado Bulldogs and uh, whiskey shots and all this shit, and I just got... I'm surprised I didn't die that night. Like, I'm pretty sure I had alcohol poisoning. I drank so much. 
so we were drinking and drinking and drinking and then a bunch of people were like because right down the street was a denny's and they were like man we're starving let's go to denny's they're like oh all right so uh i actually filled up uh, a 20 ounce bottle of coca-cola with jack daniels whiskey and just put it in my pocket because i was thinking that'd be funny sitting there eating you know a grand slam breakfast and just sipping whiskey out of my coca-cola bottle so i don't remember walking to denny's and then we're all sitting in this big horseshoe booth and uh, i'm just like sipping out of this coca-cola bottle this whiskey and the waitress comes over and sees me and she goes all right he's out of here and i was like what are you talking about and she was like you can't just sit there and drink whiskey at the booth are you out of your mind get the hell out of here so i was like ah fuck yourself so uh they stayed and you know it's great friends they just leave me to wander out of the denny's out into the street and uh i vaguely remember going back to the apartment complex but what's funny is when they got finished with breakfast and came back to the apartment um the the door to the apartment was wide open um pretty much every light in the apartment was on like a TV was on, stereo was on, the water was running in the bathroom, and I was just laying face down on my bed, fully clothed with my shoes still on. And they were like, oh, God, I can't believe the cops weren't called. And that night I uh, I fell out of my bed to go throw up, and uh, I had a weight bench right next to my bed because I'd like to pump iron from time to time. I fell out of bed, and uh, if I had fallen like four more inches to the left, I would have nailed my head straight on the corner of the weight bench and probably would have killed myself. But, um, So that was a crazy night, you know. Uh, almost got arrested and all that stuff. But the strangest night we had ever had there, and uh, it was just so odd because uh, back then, like... Uh, like before college, I was like extremely shy, like deathly shy. I really talked to any women at all. And then when I went to college and I was in a fraternity for a little bit, I, it, my walls broke down a little bit and I was a little bit able to talk to girls and stuff. But I really hadn't at that point had like a serious relationship or, you know, spent a lot of time with a girl or whatever. So he, uh, and a buddy of his had decided to put together uh, a strip poker night. And there was these two girls, and I don't know how the hell they got these two girls to agree to it, but they came over to our apartment, and it was me, Tommy, and this guy, and then these two girls. So we're just sitting there in the living room, and we're playing strip poker. And it's just like the weirdest, most awkward thing uh, I've pretty much ever been a part of. Um, so these two girls, they showed up wearing like a shit ton more than they should be because it's strip poker and they were like, you know, trying to be silly. Like, you know, they were wearing like three jackets and four hats and all this shit. And I was like, God, this is weird. But we sat there and, uh, I think we played for maybe like, 20 minutes and uh <laughs> it was just hilarious because the one guy goes uh 
He goes, God, this is just so boring. He goes, why don't we just... He goes, why don't we all just stand up and pull out what we got, uh, look around, and then just call it a day on this poker game. And I got really nervous. I was like, pull out? What are you talking about? And in my head, I'm like, there's no way these girls are going to agree to this. And uh, both of them were like, yeah, let's just do that so we can drink and, and party and stuff. So, you know, we all stood up and all the dudes pulled their shit out. And they just, like, pulled their tits out and pulled their pants down. And we all looked around and we're like, all right, can we drink now? All right. So, you know, turn on some music and start drinking and stuff. And uh, so uh, me and Tommy... And the one girl are sitting in the living room having some drinks and uh, talking about whatever. And then I then I realize after a while that his buddy and the other girl are gone. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? And I turn around and my bedroom door is closed. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So I kind of creep up to the door and I listen. And they're they're fucking in my bed and i was like so weirded out by that i was like oh my god but i'm like at this point what the hell can i do so i just go back to the living room thinking that like both of these chicks are like ready to go you know so i pull tommy aside and i was like i was like this other girl's banging your friend like maybe this girl wants to you know go to town or whatever so me, me and Tommy are like the worst like smooth guys ever. We probably couldn't have said creepier things to this girl trying to get her into a threesome if somebody hadn't written it for us, you know. We're just sitting there saying the most ludicrous things instead of kind of trying to like seduce her and woo her. We're just like your friends in the other room fucking our other friend. You want to fuck us? Like, it was just so ridiculous. She's like, no, that's okay. And we're like, oh, maybe you can just, like, you know, get naked. And I'm like, no, I don't think I'll do that. Like, and then Tommy's, like, sitting next to her, and he's like, you mind if I grab your boob? And she's like, yeah, I mind. It's <laughs> just absolutely the most awkward conversation i've ever been a part of and then out of nowhere i hear this guy in my bedroom go oh what the fuck and i hear a door open and slam and a door open and slam and i was like what the fuck so we get up and here's this girl uh laying in my bed and my whole bed is covered in in throw up and i was like oh god so you got I'm fucking stripping the whole bed down and you know she's got the sheet wrapped around her and she's like crying and her friends trying to like console her and I was like oh god so uh not to get too graphic but it's bad enough that people were humping in my bed and then this girl vomited all over it but uh so not to get too graphic, but I found out later that the reason that she threw up was that she was going down on this guy, and he finished in her mouth, and it made her gag, and she vomited all over him and the bed. 
So it wasn't not it was not only did they have sex in my bed and this woman vomited in my bed, but it was like, you know, vomit mixed with dude juice. Like great. And uh until I got rid of that bed, every time I slept in it I was just like God, you know. So we recover from that and then uh the night goes on a little further and um I kinda I think I fell asleep in the living room for a little bit when I woke up. Uh I was sleeping on the one couch and uh the other girl, the one that really hadn't done anything and was refusing me and Tommy's uh smooth advances, uh she was passed out on the other couch. And the rest of the apartment was kind of quiet. I was like, what the hell? So Tommy wasn't anywhere to be seen. His buddy and that girl that vomited, like, we couldn't find, I couldn't find him. And then, uh, then I realized that they were in his bedroom. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, great. I was like, Tommy's getting to have a threesome with his buddy, and I'm out here doing nothing. So I got, like, all, uh, jilted and, uh, I'm just sitting next to this this girl on the couch and I just I <laughs> I continue my smooth advances, you know, I was like I think your friends in there are like doing those other two dudes. Like maybe we should do stuff out here. And she's like, No. It's like come on. I'm like, it's uh, you know it's a strip poker party. You gotta, you know, mix it up a little bit or whatever and and she was like no, thank you. And I was like, man, you don't want to do anything? Like, an extra long hug or a kiss or anything? And she's like, no, thanks. And I was just like, what a jip, man. And uh, so I ended up just going to bed. And then uh, the next day I got the details from Tommy that um, that nothing really happened, I guess. Like, some stuff happened, whatever, but, uh, so after that whole party, like, we were still, uh, on the hunt, as it were, for some ladies, but, uh, over time, like, his, uh, his, like, habits and stuff, like, because he was a weightlifter, a power lifter, and he was trying to, like, put all this muscle on, so, like, all the time he would have to be eating all this protein, and he would eat like a shit ton of tuna and god the whole place just stunk of tuna and like his favorite meal was to make uh ramen noodles and drain all the liquid out and then like mix a can of tuna with the ramen noodles Ugh, god it still makes me like you know cringe but Halfway through us living together, I decided to get healthy, and I started working out and eating better, and um, he was kind of teaching me how to power lift and stuff, and it actually helped me burn a lot of calories really fast. I ended up losing like 80 pounds when we lived together, um, and at a time, we were both like totally on the protein, so like our whole apartment just stunk to high heaven, and... uh and I'm sure it was bad for him too, because I have a thing where I talk in my sleep and I just say weird stuff, and every once in a while I'll sleepwalk and stuff. And I had forgot to mention that to him, 
So he, so I think it was like the second or third night that we lived together. My room, uh, if I was laying in my bed and looking to the left, I was facing directly at the doorway of the bathroom. So when he would leave his room to use the bathroom, he would walk past my doorway. And uh, I had just started on night shift at the casino, so I was I would sleep like from you know, noon until eight or nine at night. And then I would go to work the night shift. So he would be up doing his job. And, uh, he was walking to the bathroom and he crossed my doorway and I just sat up in bed and just started saying like the weirdest shit possible. I was like the blocks in the lizard eyes. And, uh, he told me the next day, he goes, I have never been so scared in my entire life. I was like, this guy is possessed by a ghost. And I was like, oh, shit, man. It's on like Donkey Kong. But, uh, yeah, so I was I was living with him when I, uh, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast, but I was talking about how uh, when I left the casino to be a full-time stand-up comic, I was still living with him. And, uh, so I made the decision that I was just going to move out and, uh, move back in with my parents so I could save some money to be a stand-up comic. And, uh, it was kind of weird because when I, I brought it to him with enough time that he could find somebody else to, to fill my room or whatever. Um, but it was just such an odd ending to our, like, living together relationship because I sat him down and I was like listen I want to do this stand-up comedy stuff and I just I when I'm starting out I'm not going to be able to afford paying for rent and all this stuff and uh he just got all pissed off he was like oh so you're just gonna leave me now and I was like oh god this is weird and uh I was like yeah well you know we'll still be friends and he's like oh whatever just get the fuck out of here and I was like okay i said are you gonna try to find a roommate or whatever and he's like i'll just fucking leave too and i was like okay (laughs) so that last like i think it was like month and a half that we lived together it was just really weird because uh he'd be like talking on his phone to his parents or something and he would just be saying like the most horrible shit about me and i'm like i don't know what the big deal is like roommates move out you know it's not forever and uh so uh and the worst part was when i moved out i i cleaned like half the apartment and i told him i go i'm just gonna clean half like we'll separate out what we need to clean like kitchen versus bathroom i think that's pretty even as as to how much cleaning is gonna happen so we'll flip a coin on kitchen to bathroom and then if we both clean our rooms top to bottom and then uh, um, and then the, the living room is not that big of a deal. Anyway, so I cleaned my half or whatever and then, uh, then we didn't get our security deposit back and it turned out that he never went back and did the bathroom or his room. Or, it was just absolutely filthy in there and I was just like, God, what a fucking douchebag. But, you know, that's that's what happens with roommates. You never can tell. It always amazes me when uh, 
I, you know, you flip around and some of those judge shows are on and the people are talking about how they met their roommates by answering an ad in Craigslist. It's just like, are you shitting me? Like, living with somebody is like a really big thing. Like, you're opening up your life to that person and you're just going to meet them through Craigslist. But I guess, you know, somebody moves to a new town or whatever and you don't know anybody. I guess that's the only way you can really find a roommate. But I don't think I would ever have done like the people I lived with after that and they were all really close like family or friends that I lived with in apartments like I couldn't even imagine like because I was pretty soured on the whole like roommate thing with him because you know he's just so weird and I was just like man at least he wasn't like you know an alcoholic or violent or uh, you know a thief or any of that bullshit you know because you hear a lot of like other things too where you know the one person pays for everything and then they're hounding the other person just for half of the rent and the utilities and all that bullshit so it's just like you know that's that's the way it goes down when it comes to roommates you know but uh yeah so that was a a short-lived partnership in the bluffs of burnsville on uh cliff road God, that place was such a shithole. I remember one day I came downstairs and every car in the parking lot was broken into, including my car. And I was like, well, this is nice. And uh, just a lot of riffraff hanging around that place. And, you know, it was a nice starter apartment. And uh, I feel bad that I destroyed the uh, landlady's toilet. But uh, it served its purpose and... uh, had a lot of uh, fun and interesting experiences, but I'm sure you guys have had probably a lot weirder scenarios with your roommates out there. Because um, after that, to tell you the truth, I think all I lived with were family after that. I don't think I lived with anybody uh, that I didn't really know that well. So, uh, as always, if you want to find out more about me, check out largedrunkman.com. Uh, the my new tour dates just got updated on there and there is a link to the podcast off the website now so all you really need to do is go to largedrunkman.com and and click on the podcast icon it'll take you to all the new episodes uh, all my funny songs are up on soundcloud just search mark pulos uh december 10th all three of my albums will be in rotation on pandora so check that out and uh large drunk man on twitter large drunk man on facebook and uh, as always uh thank you so much for listening to this podcast and uh tune in next time when we talk about who knows